0: The Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper, a podcast where we talk mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other fun topics and conversations. So sit back and join us on this episode
1: of The Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of The Man Cave Podcast brought to you by our fantastic friends from Toys and Ford. And Ivy, I'm I'm excited for you to check out this episode of the podcast. It's 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 a couple different uh, things going on here. So, good friend Brandon Berg hopping back on the program here. I mean, he's essentially like a co-host of this podcast now. But uh, we're doing another like draft edition, and Brandon and I are big fans of '90s sports, as longtime listeners probably already know. So the last couple weeks. We drafted our five-man starting rotation from starting pitchers from 1980 to current. Uh, Last week, we did the starting lineup of NBA players from the 90s, plus a six-man and a coach. So this week, for this episode, we are drafting five uh, offensive players, not offensive linemen, but five offensive players in the NFL from 1990 to 1999, so the 90s. So one quarterback one running back, one fullback, baby, two wide receivers, and a tight end. Plus, we ended up uh, picking our head coach there too. So a lot of fun. I can't wait for you to listen to that and check that out and then let us know who you think uh, drafted the best team. But before that, before we get to that, I'm going to be talking with our good buddy, Joe, owner from uh, Cabin Coffee. Joe used to play for the the badgers wisconsin badger football team offensive linemen and uh and uh so the news with the badgers switching uh, i shouldn't say switching but they're for training camp they're going to be off site they're going to be going to uw platteville and and back in the day the the badgers used to do that too and joe was part of that team that used to used to do that so i wanted to talk to joe about it here a little bit and and get his thoughts and maybe even tell a little stories here so let's bring joe in here joe news that uh luke fickle new head coach uh, for the badger football team is going to be moving training camp off site which it's been that's been a while since they've say mm-hmm. they, since they've actually done that and we were talking about and you talked about how it was when when you were a player at uh, at the seminary and i was reading something from jim polzine who covers the badgers mm-hmm. for the for the wisconsin state journal and he actually talked uh, with chris mcintosh right. who you know very well mm-hmm. over there too and when you were talking about this, and I was reading it, and I'll just I'll read it off here too because it was saying a lot of the stuff that that you were saying. But when Fickle approached Chris McIntosh with the idea of holding camp outside Madison, the former All-American left tackle provided positive feedback from his experiences at the facility that was named Holy Name Seminary when McIntosh played for the Badgers in the 90s. McIntosh said, "If you talk to any player that went uh, through here during the time in which we utilized." The seminary, and you ask them just generally about their experience as a football player at Wisconsin, and didn't even bring up the seminary, there's a high likelihood that one of the first stories they're going to tell you is from the seminary because it was a powerful
2: experience.
1: Do you agree with Chris?
2: Mm -hmm. 1000%. When I hang out with uh, my former players and my friends, the stories of seminary will live on. Yeah. In, in in the annals of of every college or every uh badger that played in and in, in experienced that it's unbelievable mm-hmm. i can still smell the air <laughs> in the uh in the locker room um from that if i think hard about it yeah
1: not. yeah. yeah well, so what, what did you guys i mean probably didn't have a lot of downtime right because yeah. there was like three days and and all that so yeah, we were
2: doing three a days not two a days. Mm-hmm. um and the seminary is kind of up on a hill and when you get there they take your keys (laughs) and you don't really have access to the outside world because we didn't have cell phones back then that's how old Mm -hmm. i am (laughs) there was two phones wall mounted phones that you push nine to get out and who are you going to call like (laughs) so um very powerful and it took away every distraction Except for football, all you saw were players, coaches, and trainers. That is it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talk about hyper focusing on your uh, on your craft. That's one way to do it. Take mm-hmm. away everything else. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very powerful. And uh, can still remember like it was yesterday.
1: How long were you guys like uh, in there? Was or when did you kind of start to go down? Or was it July, August, or? I
2: think it was. Uh, gosh, it's been a long time. I, I think it was like whenever uh, football or. The season starts for training camp, but I think we were doing. Like, I think we we're down for three weeks. So, okay, um, pretty intense too. Yeah. Because like I said there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one to talk to except for coaches, football and players, and trainers. And right, I mean, that's but that that kind of adversity, like that's what builds the team chemistry. Um, just the playing for the guys around you um it was very very powerful in any time in life whatever it is if you go through something that's stressful um you know i'm a retired police officer and i still i mean it's very similar bonds between law enforcement and football you know like Mm -hmm. some traumatic stuff absolutely and i i don't want to call it trauma bonding because it wasn't that but it was Anytime you go through like really hard experiences in your life with somebody else, you really th- does kind of mm-hmm. forge that friendship and that relationship for for a long time.
1: And that's kind of what I was going to ask you next: the the camar- camaraderie that, mm-hmm. that you guys. I mean, it kind of. I, I don't want. Does it kind of force you to to, to bond that way and, and develop that relationship?
2: Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, you have to because you're relying on that person and that's the only person you're seeing Mm -hmm. like the offensive linemen had individual meetings and that's who we saw we sat in meeting rooms and watched film and went over plays and every snap of the ball is recorded so you watch every snap of practice um and you know it's sometimes it's uncomfortable because if you screw up you're getting a butt chewing Mm -hmm. and that day may have been your day where you had an off practice and it was relentless Mm -hmm. but again um you're expected to perform especially playing for the badgers like there was an expectation to win mm-hmm. and um there's no other way to hyper focus it than to put everybody in one one area with no distractions take away your keys and nowhere to go it's just football
1: now you know at that time it was probably hell you know it yeah. was it was but do you regret it at this point not one bit yeah
2: um it, may, it Literally. Um, in. I got hurt playing football. I had six knee surgeries. Um, I tell... And, you know, this is before concussions. Um, and people ask me, you know, oh, would you do it all over again? And I can tell you, I took more away from football than football took from me. You know, um, just everything in life... Um, facing adversity, uh, leadership, you name it, it all was incorporated into that. So I went 100%. I, I don't regret anything that I've done. I thought it was a great experience. And mm-hmm. with the same results, I'd do it all over again yesterday. Yeah. Do
1: yep. you have uh, any, any like, one thing that sticks out to you during your time at the at the <laughs> yeah.
2: seminary? Um, and it's funny because it was just, you, We. I was a freshman, and you, the freshman uh, reported in earlier i think four days early just to kind of learn the ropes and Mm -hmm. then the coaches can get a feel for you know coaching with coaching you and uh i think it was day number two and there's no air conditioning in this old seminary um and it's like three stories i believe um and there's no elevators so we uh it's hot your windows open and we we would hear a commotion at night and we looked outside, and here, and I, I don't remember who the player was because we were all new. Mm-hmm. Um, I think two or three players had ta- collected their uh, equipment that they've gotten like the, uh, the day before, like working out, you know, your shorts and your T-shirts and all your workout stuff mm-hmm. and the bag. And um, there were guys that were on the second story that dumped their equipment out first, then jumped out the window and proceeded to run from seminary. And I can I can close my eyes and see it, three or four dudes just booking across the, in the dark, <laughs> carrying their stuff the, the, day one. Day After one. day one, that is it. We're, we're called. <laughs> we're, we're done. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, so and you talk to anybody from my class that saw that, and, and it's still comical. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah so
1: but it didn't change your mindset no. about staying around no, no
2: i i didn't think there was a plan B. I mm-hmm. didn't have a plan b my plan b was to play football for the for the badgers and then ultimately your goal is to go to the nfl i think everybody who's playing college football i mean has that some sort of dream or aspiration to continue and i had those two mm-hmm. um it just was unfortunate that my career was cut short and uh but yeah it was still an amazing experience and uh Again, same result. Do mm-hmm. it all over again yesterday. Yeah. So sounds like
1: Badgers are going to be doing a little throwback there. I like that, and yeah.
2: like I said, it takes away all the distractions, and you have nothing to do but focus on football. And um, to take away the distractions and to simplify your life by focusing on one thing seems like a really good idea. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: do and you think it's a benefit too with a new coaching staff coming in
2: yep. a little bit that way too? Um, you get to you get to know your coaches very very well, mm-hmm. um, and like I said, anytime you can take away everything else besides football and the teamwork and the chemistry that you are trying to build, because sometimes it's tough when you're on the offensive line and you can't move the ball and you're getting blown up and you can't move the ball forward and you haven't got a first down, you know, in in the last five drives, it's been three and out and the world's falling apart around you. You have five guys. That you're up front with, and that's who you rely on to get you through it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really does hone that and sharpen that and and forge that relationship like tremendously. Mm-hmm. I talk with my friends that I play football with, and it's like we never left. Exactly the same conversations. It's uh, it, it's it's surreal. Um, and you have to like wipe the memories away from your face because they're so thick when you get, to get together with people. But it had that much of an impact on my life. Damn. And it was a positive impact. I named my daughter Madison Rose after the city and after the Rose Bowl. That's how much uh, influence it had on me. And I don't sit in my, in like, oh, yep, yeah, I played for the Badgers, and that's my greatest only accomplishment in my life, but it's not. But I tell you what, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I look back sometimes at, at the memories and of my experiences in understanding and appreciating not everybody gets this opportunity. And uh, it was one of the best experiences of my life Mm -hmm. and i'm not putting it in you know like obviously the birth of your kids and and, in marriage like but pretty cool when you sit back and think about it and uh, just yeah and uh
1: that just kind of got me motivated to be honest with you you know that's that's awesome i was
2: just fortunate and god gave me the tools to to be big, and I was quick, and I was strong, and I and, 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 but not everybody gets that. Mm-hmm. But there also is a lot of hard work that comes with that. It. It's a lot of responsibility um, and a lot of pressure, but, yeah, loved it. That's awesome.
1: Well, thank you for, for sure. <laughs> yep. That was
2: really awesome. Yep. Have you started planning
1: your summer vacations yet? Making that checklist of things you need to do before that vacation? Now let me ask you the next question. Are you confident your vehicle can handle that road trip that you're planning? If you hesitated, the answer is no. So here's what you do. Just visit Toys and Ford and check out their new and used inventory to upgrade that vehicle of yours. Or you can schedule an appointment with their service center to get your vehicle ready for that road trip. Make your vacations this summer more memorable with the help from Toys and Ford. Summer is a busy time, holidays, vacations, get-togethers, which also means you're going to need a lot of food. So you need a go-to place you can trust that has the widest selection of products with the best prices and the best fuel saver program in the Chippewa Valley. That's Hy-Vee in Eau Claire. From their meat department, deli, bakery, and more, Hy-Vee has you covered for all those get-togethers and vacations for this summer. Plus save more money for your vacations with their Epic Fuel Savers program. Make it a memorable and epic summer with the help from Hy-Vee let's yeah. get things going here we're doing the uh, 1990s nfl i'm still trying to come up with a we could call it skill position players let's just do it even though it's you know i know some it's, people like yeah. quarterbacks not fullbacks not we're just gonna call it that we
0: believe fullback is a skill position here
1: make fullbacks great again right fullbacks are people too
0: yes they are um Love you, CJ Ham.
1: <laughs> so Brandon and I, one thing we've kind of been doing, we, so we did it for the uh, f- uh, starting rotation from 1980 to current. We did the starting lineup for 90s hoops. And if you're catching a theme here, yes, Brandon and I love 90s sports. Still think that would be a great podcast.
0: We did that one episode once. We did once. the one episode See you justice.
1: Yeah. We might have to do maybe part of this sort of thing, like yeah. a 90s theme here. But um, So we love 90s sports. Um. So this one, '90s NFL offensive skill position players. Because Brandon and I do a lot of like top fives or something like that. So mm-hmm. it worked out. Quarterback, fullback, running back, wide receiver.
0: We're on two receivers,
1: right? Yeah. So it's six actually. Yeah, so it's six. So, yeah, because quarterback. Well, sometimes team. we do the honorable mention. Yeah. So, so it's 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 yeah, close it's, enough.
0: It's it's still that's within row. It's still in line. So,
1: uh, you know me in math. So, but anyways how we decide this is by epic battles of rock paper scissors who gets the the first overall pick and uh we should have kept been keeping track of how many rock paper scissors who's leading we know who's leading well, you know, but we sp- won I don't think dominating. I've ever won so it's pretty easy to you didn't have a first pick at all have you you've no. won a couple matches but I've not won the individual series, yeah I've never know. won the whole shebang but uh you know what if you end up winning this one I'm I'd be okay with it I think
0: this one isn't quite like last week for 90s NBA where it was obvious yeah. who number one was. Yep. Yep. So, no, um, you're right. I, I, I think I could.
1: And it was kind of, you know, when we did it for the coach, too. It was like, okay, you know, we know who. And I'll
0: admit, in hindsight, after the fact, the only thing I had remorse for last week was my coach pick. Not so much against Jerry Sloan, but once you brought up Pat Riley, I'm like, even though Pat Riley had success in the 80s and the 2000s and not as much in the mm-hmm. 90s, I still, in hindsight, if I could go back again, that would be the one thing I would change.
1: Twenty-five percent of the finals he's been a part of. Right, that's ridiculous. I would,
0: I would go Pat Riley mm-hmm. if I could.
1: All right, should we do it? So the so rock paper scissors is the best of three. Rock paper scissors shoot. Right. Rock paper scissors shoot. For those of you watching on a video stream, I apologize for what you are about to witness. This is going to get
0: way <laughs> too intense. All
1: right. I just the pre- are you feeling a little pressure on your shoulders to actually win one of these, or you know,
0: at some point, at-
1: yeah. Do you have a strategy? No. Do you you pre think what you're going to do? Okay.
0: Like a lot of things in life, I just do it.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's your problem.
0: Yeah, that's probably (laughs) my problem for for a lot of things.
1: All right, you ready? Yep. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
0: Yep. One, two, three, shoot.
1: Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh! Oh, I got paper! I'm actually winning! Holy wow. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, tied it up. Papers. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, rock. Tie it up. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors. (laughs) Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
0: Oh, Oh, Brandon won won. (laughs) one.
1: The streak is over. Oh, okay. Now I'm really interested to see where you go with this thing, man. This is easy
0: for me. Barry Sanders.
1: Dang it. That was my pick,
0: man. This is easy. Oh.
1: No, Even though Barry Sanders is... loved to run without a fullback, my whole board is screwed up now because of you. Oh, dang it! I mean, for crying out loud. Okay, so I got to write it down because I got to keep track of this. That was my that was my pick. Okay, that usually was... we're
0: usually we're thinking along the same lines here.
1: Yep. So congratulations, Brandon. You have got Barry Sanders. Ten-year-old um, Brandon is thrilled right now. <laughs> I think then, you know, I've got to be I can't overthink this one then. I'll go Jerry Rice. Yep. With with my next yep. pick then. So yep. you know, I can't overthink it. Yep. Running backs off the board. I can wait now. I don't That honestly to,
0: that probably would have been mine. That's so
1: that's that's clear cut. Clear right. cut right there. So I don't think I need to explain why. I don't think no. you need to explain why for no. your pick. So we'll moving on. You get the you get the next one now, Brandon. I'm going gonna... <sighs> to Here's another one where
0: I'm absolutely going with my heart, Chris Carter. Ooh, might be a little early, but you know what? I'm I'm going with it. Okay. All he does is catch touchdowns.
1: That that's interesting because I would say since we, I had we, I had, there I'm I'm interested to see what you do. Well, because I think the '90s, since we both drafted a wide receiver, I can bring this up now, mm. and I know we we both got to. Um, draft another wide receiver because we're we're taking two. But you look at the list of nineties wide receivers. Ooh. It's pretty It's good. Right? It's it's pretty darn good. We you got two of them right there. Jerry Rice who could be the, the goat yep. of, of all time. Certainly. probably is. Um, you know, Chris Carter and all that. But since you went with the with a wide receiver and Chris Carter right now, I might have to double dip on this thing. And my first two picks are actually going to be wide receiver. And I'm going Sterling Sharp, because if that guy were... The numbers he put up in the 90s were ridiculous. Yes. Shortened career, I get it. But looking at what he did during his tenure in the 90s, flipping awesome, man. Right. Unfortunately, it wasn't a long time for him, but it was a good time. Right. So just because you went with wide receiver there, uh, this was going to be kind of a wild card pick for me. But I got a double dip just to secure that I got it, so okay. I'm good with my receivers, my, of and Sharp. My next
0: one, I am doing something that people may wonder about, but I think I have good rationale for it. I'm taking Shannon Sharp, tight end, tight end, okay. Because I'm not sure about the '90s tight ends. Yep. So I want to make sure I lock down
1: who I th- who, who
0: would be number one for me.
1: Okay, interesting. So kind of for I, I'll be honest with you. I, kind of overlooked the the tight ends a little bit. And then when you kind of think about it, it's like, oh yeah, who else besides? Shannon Sharp was there for... It's kind of like what we were talking
0: about last for, week with the for small forwards. Ends. Yes. Where we knew Scotty Pippen would be one of them. Right. That's why I picked him with my first pick. Right. Because after that, you know, there wasn't quite the depth that mm-hmm. there was at other spots.
1: Right. Um... It is interesting, Brandon, and I don't know if this is just strategy from from either one of us, or we're waiting for that first one to fall, mm-hmm. the, the quarterback, yeah, uh, right now, and I'm I don't know if I want to be the first one to, to pull that trigger. I don't know if I want to be. There's first so many. One.
0: There's just so many good options. Like it feels like even if you know if you pick someone or I pick someone, there's still options the other way.
1: You know. You look at it and you can say, I could be a homer and pick Favre who won three MVPs. Right, you, you, you
0: won't be gear. wrong doing that.
1: Right. Uh, I can go that route. And I don't think anybody would would deny it. But this is tough because I think I know who you want at quarterback. I think I know who you want. And that's I, I, where I don't know if I should pick a quarterback here because I'm pretty confident I know who you're going to go after. I really... I really think so. So you got the running back. You got the tight end. I can go quarterback here. This is really tough for me, Brandon. And I know I'm kind of dragging it out here, and that clock is going to be ticking off here. And I'll just tell you right now, I am going back. I'm making a quarterback pick here. Okay. And I am going between two. And I'm debating between two of them right now.
0: This is great radio.
1: <sighs> this is tough, but I'll go far. Okay. Now, can I tell you who I... You don't have to tell me if you think okay. if you're going to draft him, but... Yeah, no, go ahead. I'll tell you who the other person I was really, really pondering at was Steve Young. Okay. Uh, With, with Steve Young, because I have been, in the last few years, I think a lot of people kind of overlook what he did. That guy was a really athletic quarterback. Was a really, really darn good quarterback. And I just... You look at some of the numbers, and remember, he was a two-time MVP in the 90s, too. Uh, You add in the rushing, uh, running game of his on there, obviously he had, you know, Rice to throw to and and that helped him out, you know, and such, but it it was tough between those two. I'll, I'll just be honest, but a little bit of a homer pick, maybe kind of, you know, with the heart pick with you. It's like Chris Carter mm-hmm. with your pick. I'll yeah. I'll go far. Hey, we're allowed to be homers. Yeah. All right. Well, um,
0: I'm going to pull the trigger on this. Mike Allstott. Yeah. See, I knew it was going to happen. Um. Yep. Uh, and I, that I, was the – we were alluding to, like, there was a fullback that we knew for sure. I was right? just
1: wondering how early that was going to go. But I'm confident in my second pick that I was able to be comfortable if I didn't pick Mike Allstott. Okay. And so right now I'm kind of at, you know, you've got a running back, you've got a tight end, you've got a fullback. Those are my three right now, so I guess it doesn't matter. We have no
0: more spots where we both need somebody. Right. So at this point we're kind of picking different things.
1: Now I'm going to make my selection here at, at running back. And I do think there is a gap between these two. I'll go Emmett Smith just because it's obvious. But I think what helped Emmett Smith a lot, and I don't want to take away anything from him. He's yeah, he's the all yeah, time leading rusher. But running behind that Cowboys offensive line yeah. helped out quite a bit. It did.
0: I mean it, he it, had he had more around him than Barry Sanders did.
1: Mm-hmm. But, but you he, got so Barry you got, so you got, Yeah, and yeah. When I think of the nineties, I You're think. Right. If, that would, same
0: thing here. If if I wouldn't have gotten Barry Sanders, I would have taken Emmett Smith.
1: Mm-hmm. So. All right. Now you gotta. You All right, I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna lock down my other receiver, and this is one where I really, I'm actually not going to go with my heart, because my heart wants me to take Randy Moss, because even though he only played two years in the '90s, those are awesome two years, mm-hmm. but it's only two years in the '90s. Yeah. And in the in the in the spirit of how we're judging this, that's not quite right.
1: I think I know where you're going, but I
0: don't. So know. I am going to go with Michael Irvin.
1: That's who I kind of thought you were going.
0: Boy, boy, will my, re- my well, my two receivers talk your
1: ear off. I was gonna say, woo, that would be. Uh, I kind of want to see that one happen. You got those two, and then you got the quiet Barry Sanders, right? Yeah, <laughs> you got Barry Sand, you got Barry Sanders. Like, come on, guys, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, and she and Shannon Sharp. Oh my God, you've got the talking team. Yes, right? and then you got and then you got Barry saying, "Come on, guys." <laughs> Holy moly, dude. Uh, okay, so my fullback because I'm gonna go fullback. I'm waiting to draft tight end because I gotta give you credit, man, for getting Shannon Sharp because it is. I think you're exactly right. It's the small forward of last week's draft. It's Scotty Pippen. Then there's a gap, and last week you got Scotty Pippen. I had, I went with Dominique. So my fullback. I don't know if this would have been your number two, Larry Centers. I really like Larry Centers. I know you do. I do. What he best receiver? Best
0: re- yeah. He, okay. I, I probably there is a few. Yep. Larry Centers. Depending on, I think Daryl Johnson. You couldn't go wrong there.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of Moose. The Moose, the well,
0: you know, utility guy that can do everything. Yep. Um, but I I really like Larry Centers. Basically. It almost
1: kind of depends on what you want your fullback to do, right? Right. And, a little bit.
0: Yes. And he's. I mean, Larry Centers. He did block for several thousand yard rushers, but great receiver. Like the ultimate checkdown. down our, you know, as like a. As a you know, a fullback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if Brett Favre will ever throw the check
1: down. <laughs> uh, good point. It's going to depend on who my play caller is at this point. So yeah,
0: I mean we uh, we should do. We, I mean, obviously we can't add it once we go along, but we added coach in the middle afterwards. Do we add coach here?
1: You know what? Nineties would be actually be kind of intriguing. It would be a good one. I think we do.
0: Okay, and we'll do another rock paper scissors. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Brandon. You know what? I've went back and forth on this because again, this again, head versus heart. This is your quarterback pick, right? It is. No. And first of all, you absolutely nailed it on Steve Young, but I'm not going to take him.
1: Really, I'm going to take John Elway. Okay, that would have been a good one too.
0: because yep. I'm I'm with you. I think Steve Young's the most underrated quarterback in NFL history. Mm-hmm. When you look at what he did, how he did it, like following Joe Montana, doing that. You, you mentioned the throwing, the running, two-time MVP. Like, mm-hmm. I think the world of Steve Young. But I've I've got to go, with John Elway.
1: All right, so I got to write you down here, quarterback Elway. This this is kind of some interesting makeups of this team that we're teams that we're doing here right now. Uh, okay, so I got to admit, I'm man, I'm this is this is tough. Is, yes, when it comes to this, I think I've got it. And the thing is, you know, we are going to ask listeners to to vote for who constructed the best team. And with my tight end pick, it's probably not going to garner a lot of, oh, what, why the heck did you pick that guy, you know, sort of thing. But, again, it's who else is there. Tony Gonzalez was drafted in the late 90s.
0: Yes. So that was.
1: He was not like Randy Moss, though, and started off. Yeah, it It took a couple years. Right. So he's off my board. He, he's off my board right now. Um, you look at some of the other, other ones out there. It's it's slim picking. So I'm gonna go Ben Coates. You're nodding. Would that? That's
0: yeah. who I would have picked. Okay. Longtime New England Patriot was the safety valve for Drew Bledsoe.
1: Yep. And you look at the numbers he had. He had. Oh, he was a very o- good player. Over a thousand yards in 1994. Uh and really when you look at a lot of these tight ends, Brandon, some of the top ones, like if you want to say like top like Keith Jackson, I'm sure Packers, are, Keith. Keith Jackson played until 96. Right? He never went over a thousand yards in his career. Um, if you want to go Jay Novacek? Yep. He his career ninety five was over in ninety-five. He never went over a thousand yards. Ben Coates, ninety-four went over a thousand yards then he followed up with 915 you know looking at the career receiving numbers and you know scored 50 total touchdowns it's shannon sharp and then there's a huge gap and i think the next best one is ben Coates. so all right to recap our teams before we do another epic battle of rock paper scissors here to determine now are we doing just head coach or do you want to do head coach offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator I say just head coach.
0: I think just head coach. Like, yeah, that, if we did that, that I would want a little bit more prep time. Yeah, because coaches, head coach is easy, but yeah, if we're going to OC and DC, and we can do that for certain things, but I right. would, I would want more time. Right. Okay. So let's just do head coach. So be In Time
1: recap the rosters here. Brandon had the first pick. Congrats to Brandon, and he went Barry Sanders, which would have been my pick. It would have been my pick. Um. So you went. I'll just go.
0: Say my team, yeah.
1: yeah. Elway at quarterback, Barry at running back, Mike Alst at fullback. Which you and I both know that was going to be the number one pick. It was almost like a game of chicken. It was. Who's going to do it first? Who's going to do it first? Um, Then your wide receivers are Chris Carter and Michael Irvin, and then tight end Shannon Sharp. The I don't know how you're going to get anything said in those team meetings. By the way, whoever your offensive coordinator is is just going to have their hands full. Uh, I went. Favre is my quarterback, although I battled with inner demons with There's, him so, there's so many Young. good picks there, though. Like, I mean, the names we didn't say in the Dan 90s. Marino. Yep. Steve Young. Steve Young. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Troy Aikman's down there. Yeah, but, Troy Aikman. You know, yeah, I mean, like,
0: yeah. This would be almost one of those things. Like, it would almost be fun to do with more people mm-hmm. because then you have a little bit more variety.
1: Right. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So I went Favre. Emmitt Smith was my running back. My fullback was Larry Center's. Maybe perhaps the best receiving fullback of all time. Yeah. One of the best. Top, Certainly the most top. prolific. Mm-hmm. Uh, then my receivers were Jerry Rice and Sterling Sharp and tight end Ben Coates.
0: And now we're going so. to rock, paper, scissors one more time for the right. To Are we doing best coach. of
1: three or just straight up one?
0: I think we go straight up one. Okay. Down Do to or 30. Die? One, two, three, shoot. Sudden death rock, paper, scissors.
1: Do or die. Sudden death. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, scissors.
0: A couple scissors. <laughs>
1: that's, not, that's not that funny. This is Dude. serious business, sir. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
0: Yes. Oh, you went back to the scissors and got my paper.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. It's just you You should, you really have a career play by
0: play for rock, paper, scissors, I think. You may be the first person to ever utter that to
1: anybody ever. Mm hmm. All right, but you you get your coach pick. So this is also interesting because you've got Marv Levy who went to four, four Super, Bowls. Super Bowls but didn't win any. There's of good them.
0: options out here.
1: Um, you've got Shanahan for Denver who won those two couple. with, uh, you know, with uh, with Denver at the end there. Mike Holmgren mm-hmm. uh, is over there uh, as well. <sighs> I think I know who you're going with. I don't, maybe I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. You know, he got Marty remember who won a lot of games. He when he came to the postseason. Yeah.
0: yeah. That would fit in well with my fandom. But. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm battling between two. I'm really battling between two here. I I almost don't want this pick. I almost don't want this pick. Um...
0: I know my pick, and if you pick him, I got my backup.
1: I've got it between two. Let me just—I'm gonna go over my note one more time here, because you know I mean, we—this was—we weren't planning on it. No,
0: this was just something we added in the middle.
1: Uh, so I think I'm gonna go That's with. It. I'm just double checking something here. Hold on, hold on. Just hold on a second here. I'm gonna go with Mike Holmgren. Nothing wrong with that pick. And after you make your pick, I'll make my case why.
0: Okay. So,
1: all right. Well, like I said, I have my
0: my pick em will my backup if you would picked them. But with this receiving core, you need someone to keep everybody in line, relatively speaking. I'm going Jimmy Johnson. That
1: was the other one I was going with. It was between Jimmy Johnson and and Mike Holmgren for me. Um, my backup, if you picked Jimmy Johnson, was Mike Shanahan. Was it Shanahan? It was Shanahan. Okay. Uh, the one thing that turned me off from, from Jimmy Johnson um, would have been the three-year gap uh, in there. The
0: three-year gap and then he any coach and coach uh, Miami. Let's, put, and let's put this way. I'm yeah. banking it more on Cowboys Jimmy Johnson than right. Dolphins Jimmy Johnson.
1: Right. Um, I think the other part here, too, I, th- you, I think you do have to factor in a little bit, was Jimmy, John- Jimmy Johnson's... I was going to say Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Jimmy Johnson's... <laughs> I mean, his tenure with Dallas started off rough, right? Winning one game. Mm-hmm. But he built that team. He he, Much to the dismay of your Vikings uh-huh. with the trades that he, yep. you know, he made, he was the constructor of that team. Would you agree? He was yes, as,
0: as much as maybe uh, Jerry, Jones is Jerry, to admit Jerry that. wants to admit yeah. it, yep. Jimmy
1: Johnson. Jimmy Johnson and Hall of Famer, right? Two-time Super Bowl champion yep. in that. The reason I went with Holmgren here now. Mike Holmgren was, one, and I think a big reason, who's my quarterback? Right. It's Brett Favre. Right. So I need that coach, kind of like what you were saying with your personalities on your team. I need that coach that knows what he's got with Favre. That speaks Favre. Yeah, that speaks Favre. But also, remember, too, he spent time with 49ers and Jerry Rice. Obviously, a little bit uh, – they're a hot minute with with Sharp and such. But I look at, at Mike Holmgren, too, and I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I think Mike Shanahan should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't see
0: why Mike Shanahan isn't.
1: Right. No offense to Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher's in the Hall of Fame. If he's in the Hall of Fame, Holmgren and Mike Shanahan right. should be in the Hall of Fame. Right. So I win a lot. It's you know interesting how – no, because was Jimmy – Jimmy was a defensive-minded coach, wasn't he? Was Jimmy Johnson a defensive-minded coach? Yes. Well, yes. he was at the start, yeah. Yeah. So – but uh, – okay. Yeah, you went defensive-minded coach, though, dude, and it's all offense. How about that? Uh, Anyways, no, I'm just – I just – you know, it was between those two for me. I think Mike Holmgren gets underrated a lot, and – a big reason why I went with this was because of who the quarterback is. Kind of like what – I don't know if that was your main reason with the personalities you had on your team and, and, part, and bringing I, in. I, like I say Peter that, Johnson, part, but,
0: but that's part of it. But in the, if I would have went – if you would have picked Johnson, that's why I would have picked Shanahan. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: obviously him and Elway got along very well. Right. Yep. So I just – I think Holmgren is one of the most underrated coaches of all time. The guy I thought but – I'm like, no, because the era – the guy I kind of thought would he go that way? Would Brandon go that way? Was Joe Gibbs? I've, I Joe Gibbs only coached a couple of years in the nineties. That's where I didn't know if you would still kind of yeah. pull that if, trigger. Yeah,
0: I I've said it on here before. I think Joe Gibbs, just as a coach and just as a like a businessman in life, is incredibly underrated. When you see the success he's had in football and also in, in NASCAR, mm-hmm. I think the world of Joe Gibbs. But yeah, I I would have if he had more of, of a tenure in the nineties. But it's kind of like thing. Randy Moss. Yeah, he. Yeah. Because he won, I think a Super Bowl in like the early '90s. Mm-hmm. But he was, I think, ninety-two. He, quarterbacks. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With he won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Right, but I
1: think yeah, that that was an oh, o, 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 A thought. bigger stretch,
0: like if we do an '80s one, you know.
1: Uh, yeah. I, oh, I know. Uh, that's gonna <laughs>
0: be that's gonna be that or Bill Walsh.
1: Uh, there. So there was an interesting. Uh, now this is just a website. Because when I was looking at stuff this morning. Um, a website called AinsworthSports.com. dot com. Where they ranked... I don't know who this person is. It could be somebody in a blog and a website, for all I know. Could be. But they ranked 90s position players and coaches and and all that sort of stuff on here. Um, So in case you're just wondering, Jimmy Johnson was the number one coach. Mike Shanahan was number two. Mike Holmgren was number three. Okay. So uh, Bill Parcells was four. McTuna. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, like, if we could
0: do this same exercise with, like, four people, I think... it would be more interesting because you just see more of a variety.
1: hmm. Yep. Uh, quarterbacks, they had Young one and then Favre two. Uh, I don't know if this is
0: Steve Young does have I believe the best uh, passer rating in the nineties.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think you're right. Now for okay, of course this one's not going to open. I was just kind of curious if why didn't that one open? It won't let me open the running back one. But eh. I, I mean, we, we, we I think two. we
0: know one two.
1: Our guys are one two. The the uh, wide receiver one. Um. was, was that gonna, Jerry Rice, Sterling Sharp, Andre Rice. Is it Spider-Man or whatever it was there? Michael Irvin was four and then Chris Carter five. So the four, if we use this as a source, again, I don't know how great of a source this is, but if we use that, we drafted four the top five. Right. Four of our the four receivers we went were in the top five there.
0: And I a big thing I used because it was kind of hard to find stats is I looked at the all 90s NFL team.
1: That's a, yeah. Where I should have looked at the all Madden teams. Yep. For, <laughs> especially for fullbacks. For fullbacks.
0: Exactly. And as you can imagine we pretty well have that thing picked clean.
1: Yeah. I kind of uh, thought so. But.
0: Both quarterbacks both running backs were first teamers. Um, the receive, I mean um, the second team all '90s receiver was Tim Brown. Okay, which is fair. Yeah. Otherwise, tight ends are the same. Like we, no, we.
1: And I think you look at, you know, it, the logjam is clear now a little bit. But for a long time, when it came to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the logjam at wide receiver, mm-hmm. those dudes were '90s guys. Yes, and you, and you know, had Tim... a lot
0: of guys that were all very, very good. But they're, and it sucks to say, but they're all very good at the same time.
1: Right, which hurts because Tim Brown. It took a long time for him. To get into pro football, if I am Andre Reed. You know, it was just because of the long jam. Yeah, it was just because of the long jam. And that tells you how good the 90s were. By the way,
0: the coaches um, for the all 90s team, neither of the ones we have. Ooh. First team was Parcells. Second team was Levy.
1: Marv Levy, okay. So, yeah. I mean, that's, you're you're right, though. That would have been if we incorporated a couple more people into this.
0: Yeah, because then you're getting a little bit more of a variety.
1: Mm hmm. Maybe we might have to do that. Maybe if we can actually get Justice to come in once, we can have him on there. And we need to
0: pick, like, a. Now that in the summer, if we have a little more time, pick a day where, we'll, yeah.
1: We'll sit down and do a fancy draft of 90s. Ooh, that would be interesting. Something, yeah.
0: Something. Where we get, like, three or four of us.
1: Mm hmm. All right. I like it. Okay. Recap. Then we got uh, take to take a break of some kind. Or yeah. That. So, Brandon's team, head coach, Jimmy Johnson. Quarterback, John Elway. Running back, Barry Sanders. Wide receivers are Chris Carter and Michael Irvin. Tight end, Shannon Sharp. Fullback, Mike Allstott. Mine, head coach, Mike Holmgren. Quarterback, Brett Favre. Running back, Emmett Smith. Wide receivers, um, Jerry Rice and Sterling Sharp. Fullback, Larry Sanders. Tight end, Ben Coates. I'll just tell you right now, if we ever did this for defensive players, that could be interesting.
0: Yeah. That's one where we would have to um – the coach would be a big part of it
1: because four,
0: three, three, four.
1: Yeah, what would you do? Like, you couldn't just do five, or could you do like one corner, one safety, one edge rusher, one linebacker, one defensive lineman? I could sort of thing. Because then you got you know you got White in there, Primetime, Dion. I was gonna say he'd be my number one pick, but Reggie's right there. If I'd have the number one pick. That would be one where maybe I don't want to. No, I'd still want it. because I'll tell you right now, if I had the number one pick, it'd be Reggie. I'll just tip the board can't, there. Yeah, can't. So. I mean, come on.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's going to do it for us on this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Again, big thanks to Hy-Vee and Toys and Ford for helping uh, bring the podcast out to all of you. Appreciate you tuning in, and uh, don't forget to subscribe and follow. But until next time, I'm Dan Casper, and we'll talk to you on the next episode of The Man Cave Podcast. That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Big thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. A couple of quick reminders for you. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Man Cave Podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can leave us a voice message, whether it's a comment, analysis, or a question for a question and answer segment. Just get that link in the podcast description. Also, don't forget to rate and review the podcast if you haven't done so already. This helps other people find the Man Cave Podcast. And be a friend and tell a friend about the Man Cave Podcast. Until the next episode, I'm Dan Casper, and thank you for listening to the Man Cave Podcast.